Hi, and welcome to Pod with a Purpose. I'm Jamie Lloyd-Jones, Head of Internal Comms, and this is a space where we're going to be discussing all things ESG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Churchill podcast. So I'm really excited to welcome two women on a mission who you may or may not have met before. So we've got Hannah Dales, our Environmental Manager, and Natasha Needham, our Client Relationship Director. So welcome, ladies. Do you want to kick us off by giving us a little bit of an intro into who you are and what you do at Churchill? Yep, absolutely. Hannah, shall I go first? Go for it, Tash. Go for it, right, okay. So I'm Natasha Needham. I am the Client Relationship Director, which forms part of the National Accounts Team that we have put together within the business over the last year that looks after a number of clients nationally. One of the clients that I look after is JRL. I've been doing so for a number of years and we have been lucky enough to retain their business for a further five plus two. Um, Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So very excited. Lots of work to do for them. Yes, and you've got me. So I'm Hannah Dales. I am the Group Environment Manager. So I've been with Churchill since June last year. So not really that long. So my role covers absolutely everything to do with environment and sustainability. So lots and lots and lots going on. And I I guess lots to talk about in this forum. I can't wait. Very exciting stuff. Definitely. I think I'm just going to get stuck in, to be honest, because there's loads of amazing things that we can talk about. But for me, I thought it would be good to perhaps kind of look back to 2022 and think about some of the highlights that we've seen in terms of sustainability. And really, I was just keen to get your thoughts. Perhaps, Tash, you want to go first around, you know, what have been some of your 2022 highlights? Okay, yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, there's definitely lots to talk about, but it's also, it's a good thing for us to build our knowledge up, especially like hearing from Hannah on you know what our objectives are going forward, what our new ideas, et cetera. But just looking back on 2022, obviously we retained the JRL contract. We've been in that JRL contract now for the first year. We've done quite a bit there. Main focus has been around plastic savings. And we have done a lot with that now with our PVA range, et cetera. We produce a lot of st- that's for them, whether it's client vertical or even client fund. You know, we're lucky enough to be able to break them down as a business and provide that data to them. There's also the PHS energy created from sanitary waste. We've also been reporting on that now. Now we've gone over to PHS as a company supplier, which has also been well received with JRL in terms of the stats and the data that we can provide them. Yeah, as I say, Lots of things going on. We've done introduced METSA, which is our sustainable um, paper supplier. That has been well received again with JOL. Again, a great sustainability innovation to put within the, the, the sites that we manage for that client. We've got, God, I could go on forever here. We've got... <laughs> well, should we let Hannah have a turn? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> keep going, Tad, keep going. <laughs> I know, I could keep going. Um you know, but yeah, there's lots of things. We've got the closed loop with bundle and the plastic project that we've been putting together. Yeah, and compostable cloths that we've got coming out. There's lots of things that we have done. And that is just kind of like the bit of sustainability. And I can touch on social value later on in this call. Wow. 
There's a lot, isn't there? I think as well, Tash, it's really interesting to see your highlights because you've picked on a lot of the things that really affect our clients. So lots of our products, our consumables, Mm -hmm. they're a really big focus area for us. And we've done lots of amazing work in that. I think where, where where I'm sat, some of my highlights are probably more strategic. So I'm so proud of the fact that we now have our scope three emissions. So when I joined in June, we had a really basic understanding of our scope three emissions in terms of our carbon footprint. So scope one and two, those are our direct emissions. Those we understood very well for our scope three. So that's all of our indirect emissions. So that from our supply chain, for example, we just didn't have a grasp on that. And so that was one of my, my core projects when I joined. And we now do have that. And I think that really sets us up and gives us a really good foundation for building on that and going, okay, what, what's next for us as Churchill? So that's something that it's a personal highlight for me in, in terms of my first six months at Churchill. And the other thing that I think is a standout highlight is our EcoVadis Gold Award. So, yeah, so proud of this one. This is a global sustainability accreditation and we, call, we scored gold and it was only our second year doing the accreditation. We got silver last year, gold this year, and that puts us in the top 5% of companies for sustainability. That is amazing. Like, yeah, that is an incredible achievement that I think everybody should be proud of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and for such agree. a short time that you've been in the business as well. You know, I know it's teamwork, but yeah, it definitely is something to recognise. And, and and obviously, we we put that out with our clients as well. We mm-hmm. actually let them know where we are on those awards that you are achieving within the business. So yeah, yeah, big clap of hands for that. Yeah, one. round of applause. and that leads quite nicely I guess into like what 2023 objectives and what are we kind of focusing on this year I guess the thing that immediately comes to mind leads on on from my last point in carbon and I I love carbon so you I'll talk a lot about carbon but for us in church so we we've made our net zero commitment we have said we will be net zero by 2040 and, and we now have our very robust greenhouse gas baseline. So that's scope one, two and three. But what we don't have is the, the method to get there. We don't really know what we have to do to reach that net zero 2040 goal. So for me, it is creating that roadmap. And, and I suppose what we mean by that roadmap is what do we need to do over the next however many years is to reach that. And I think from that will spring lots of projects, things like electrification of our fleet, um, looking at our estate, all of those good things that will help to sort of remove the carbon from our operations. And it really won't be easy, but I think for me, that is the focus going forward because it underpins so much of our strategy. Yeah, definitely. I, and, and fleet is going to be quite a difficult one, isn't it? In terms of getting that over to all electric vehicles and, and getting that in place over the next few years. And, and demand is really high for that type of vehicle as well. So that's going to be a challenge, but one that we are definitely going to, going to um, meet. Yeah, you're right. It won't be easy, but it, yeah, lots to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess there's always more, isn't there? There's always mm. more that we can be doing. And yeah, it's just kind of, I guess, focusing on the areas where we can bring the most impact as well, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. Is that safe to say? I think you're right. I think when, when we're talking about net zero, it's really not going to be easy. So I think we do have to focus on those those central areas where we can have most impact because it would be silly not to. I, I think that's just how all yeah. we can do. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's also, you know, our supply chain. It's getting them on board with us as well to meet our target. 
and making sure that they are following what we want to achieve also. So that's another area that's going to be, you know, we've got, we've got to get that over the line, get that monitored, make sure that we're all singing from the same hymn sheet, really. Yeah, definitely. I heard a phrase or a term the other day, which I resisted the urge greatly to Google because I was like, do you know what? I'm going to save that for the podcast and I'm going to ask Hannah and Tash, what does it mean? So no pressure, but someone said, or somebody was saying about the phrase greenwashing. And I was like, what does that mean? So I don't know whether Tash, you can explain a bit about that at all. Well, you've actually baffled me on that one, Hannah. Are you any idea on greenwashing? Apart from, you know, to me, living at home is putting a washing machine in and it's a green load. But (laughs) yeah, you might have to do that bit out, by the way. I love that. (laughs) So greenwashing, yeah, it's a great phrase and it's a really bad thing. Greenwashing is essentially using unsubstantiated or vague claims for your environmental credentials. And I think the word green actually is a really good one. So if I said to you, oh, I've got a green, I don't know, got green service, that doesn't actually mean anything. It might just mean that it's the colour green. But in terms of what you're claiming about your product, what you're doing, it doesn't mean anything. So greenwashing is essential. There's lots and lots of different examples of it. But it's in a nutshell, it's claims that are untrue or unsubstantiated or a bit more than what they actually mean exaggerating the truth a little bit here by the sounds of it yeah yeah and it it can be quite it's quite confusing to be a consumer in a world where greenwashing exists because you can walk into the supermarket and you can look up the shelves and there'll be so all sorts of claims written on packaging saying i'm a green project i'm an eco project and there's all the labels it's very confusing so i think it's about for me and and our messaging it's about maintaining that integrity so whatever we do we are we're completely backing it. We are being very transparent and we know exactly what we're doing is right. So greenwashing is not something that I would hope we would ever be called. Well, there you go. <laughs> We've both learned something on that yeah. now, haven't we? Greenwashing. Yeah. One thing that I hope, I think it's a good thing that we've done, like 100%, but I hope that we can improve on is paper straws because they don't function properly (laughs) and I had one the other day and it just really annoyed me because it you know you have like a sip of your drink and within seconds it's disintegrated so yeah if someone could come up with a better paper straw honestly I think that would be life-changing for me I'm with you on that one I had exactly the same thing and it got to the point where there was no liquid coming up the straw at all because it was just fogged and it was like right, I'm going to give up on this now and I'm just going to take the lid off and drink it. But yeah, yeah they do need to come up with a, a better method or solution <laughs> for a paper straw. Soggy straws, they're just not Soggy the one. Straws. Can't that. <laughs> definitely can't have that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot now. What's oh. your favourite oh. sustainability buzzword and why? Oh gosh, that's hard. <sighs> okay, I've got one. This is just the first thing that pops to my head. So one of my favourites at the moment is the word circularity and the circular economy. So that is is a word. It is quite a word, isn't it? Circularity. Yes, that basically means keeping keeping valuable materials in circulation in in the economy. So things like plastic, instead of using it once and recycling it, can you use it twice, three times, four times before recycling it? 
So circularity and the circular economy is a huge buzzword at the moment. So relevant to what we do in Churchill because consumables, there's a lot of opportunity there for for keeping things in the circular economy and promoting circularity. Um, yeah, that, that's a good one. That's one of my favourites. That is good. Is that is that's quite similar to our closed loop that yeah, we're absolutely. doing, isn't it? With yeah. with our consumables at the moment, with I think it's Odeback, isn't it? It is. Where yeah. it starts off in a container, then it's put into a van, and it's collected from the customer, then it's washed again, and then it's filled yeah. up again, and then it's just that whole closed loop situation, isn't it? Where we're just going yeah. around and reusing. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfect example of of circularity. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't got a word. I think I've got a little bit of a, a line, and I and I like this. I it says, "Do less harm and trying to do more good." That's nice. Love it. Yeah. No, that's for me. And I think, you know, in the workplace, we're all so busy doing our day to day jobs. But I think, you know, whilst Hannah's now in her role as our sustainability manager, it's not like Han- that's Hannah's job. That's Hannah will do what she needs to do to deliver the, the key messages within the business about what we do with our net carbon zero, our sustainability and everything. We need to make sure that that is embedded into everyone's role in the business and what they do and how they look at things and what they use day to day, whether that's the stationery they use, how they bring their lunch, you know, bringing their lunch in a non-plastic container, you know, having that reusable coffee cup, et cetera. So, I just feel like we all need to do more as individuals within the business rather than Hannah being it thinking, well, well Hannah will do that. Hannah will, will send out that key message. So, yeah, do less harm and trying to do more good is for me. Not a word, it's because there's a few there. <laughs> well, I like it. I think that's really nice, Dash. I think that's lovely. And the perfect time to bring our first ever podcast episode to an end as well. I've learned so much today, honestly. It has been amazing. And I'm not just saying that. Greenwashing, (laughs) definitely, wow, mind blown. So thank you. Um, And thank you so much, yeah, for coming on today and just being open and honest and sharing your thoughts. And I think, yeah, like I said, definitely learned a lot and excited for the next episode. Thanks very much, ladies. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to Pod With A Purpose. If you've got any questions about any of the topics we've discussed today, don't hesitate to reach out. 